Welcome to Good episode e- one. Good evening of Uncommon Sense. We have uh, two hosts, myself, Zachary Crosby. Myself, Matt Cashel. How you doing today, Zach? I'm okay. I'm okay. How are you? I'm all right. Hanging in there. So, what is this? This is episode one of what will be a long and journeyed franchise in the podcast industry. Uh, today we're just going to give you guys a little introduction of ourselves, um, what we believe in, uh, you know, here and there. What did you just say to me? Did you just mouth in my direction? <laughs> I said you're screaming. Oh, my apologies. Um, yeah, we're just going to give an introduction to uh, you know who we are, what we believe a little bit, how we want the show to look, um, and yeah, we'll go from there. All right, well, who are we? I'll let you go first. Um... I'm assuming I'm probably going to rant a little more, so... Okay. Uh, I guess we'll start with background. I am a risk management and... uh, Oh, come on. This isn't a job interview. What do you want from me, then? I don't know. What kind of background do you want? I don't know. I grew up in in upstate New York in a good part. The good part. You know, like where West Point is, about 60 miles north of of New York City. Um... I came down to St. John's in 2015, and I am on the path to graduate in May. I St. John's University, New York City. Shout out to the worst university of all time. My <laughs> second bet. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of a free thinker. I kind of call it how it is. If you're a bullshitter, you're a bullshitter. Um, if you're a bullshitter, you can't bullshit me because... You're all, you're also a bullshitter. I'm also a bullshitter, yeah. Uh, huge LeBron guy, huge McGrath guy, <laughs> decently big Trump guy. I think that's I think that's good, good start. I'd say so. Uh, my name is Matt Cashel. I'm from also from upstate New York, the better part. Uh, no, I lived there in my childhood, but I'm from central Massachusetts. Uh, also go to St. John's University and will be graduating in May. Um, relatively similar uh, beliefs. Um, I, I, politically, I, I try and give everyone a fair shake. I try and be as centrist as possible, but you know, don't we all? Um, I'm open about the fact that I do lean right on most issues. I, I as well lean right on most issues. Um, but that being said, we do try and uh, and give the uh, the left leaning arguments a, a fair shake. Uh, a lot of the time, we try to be as as fair as possible, um, but we are not. We do not try and hide our uh, our views here. Yeah, we don't shy away from. Uh, we are not the CNN. Here. We do. We do not pretend to be unbiased. Is what we're, what I'm right, trying to get at. Right. Uh, you will hear no fake news stories from us. Uh, well, because we will preface them as everything being fake news, so there is no news. <laughs> it's all fake. It's all opinionated. Uh, that's just to avoid uh, all accountability. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna be telling you some some good stuff. Um, some you may agree with, some you may not agree with. It may or may not be family friendly, depending on your family. Most likely uh, not 
family friendly to the traditional family? Most likely not family friendly. It's going to be one of those where the dad's going to have to sneak out of family time to go, you know, get his job. It's a good commute there. show. You know, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. lie. We'll, we'll upload uh, three days three days a week in the morning. Uh, we'll try and get it as early as possible. So you can catch it on your morning commute. We'll try and give you the update in uh, current events, what's going on. And we'll, you know, it's going to be more of a casual take on things. It's not CNN. <laughs> Yeah, this is a... Uh, it's, not, it's not Fox News, even. This is Yeah, I was just going to say, this is a uh, more laid-back approach where, you know, we're going to have a few beers, we're going to have a few glasses of bourbon, maybe some scotch, you know, whatever we feel like doing. Scotch. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to have fun, and of course we are not going to be as ridiculous as Fox News or CNN. Um Mostly because we're not going to be carrying the weight as a news source. Yes, yes. Um, we're going to be like the annoying little brother. <laughs> that and we're dumbasses. Yeah, so. that too. I mean, not really for the most part. We both have extremely high IQs. The highest of IQs. Highest IQs. We, have, we are not low in the IQ individuals. But, uh, yeah. Um, like Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters and Kamala Incredibly Harris. low IQ individual. Elizabeth Warren won one thousand and twenty-fourth American. <laughs> IQ. Low IQ. She has one one thousand and twenty-fourth of an IQ point. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing uh, podcasts Monday morning for you guys. We're gonna release one Monday morning, Wednesday morning, and Friday morning. Um, it's gonna give you updates throughout the week of what is going on in Trump mania. Um, what is going on in the country on both the left and the right? Some dumbass things. Some people like AOC say. <laughs> um, we'll uh, we'll make some good points. We'll make some decent arguments, but at the same time, we'll you know try and give you a little laugh here and there. You know, people shouldn't be taking a lot of these things too seriously. But we're, we're, our job is to, to lighten the mood a little bit. But at the same time, you know, I don't know where, where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> So Zach, where do you where do you see the uh, the current state of politics and like some some problems you see with it? What could be going wrong? I mean, all of politics is a problem <laughs> right now. Uh, so my my overall ideology about politics in the past, I would say two two and a half three years, maybe since twenty fifteen, um, is that. Trump took office, obviously, and it caused a bunch of loony bins on both sides. Um, more, honestly, the more the left. You see a lot of loony bins on the left doing extremely, extremely dumb things, um, proposing extremely dumb, I, I guess, what even, proposals? Their proposals are very dumb. <laughs> do you think um, that's because of Trump, or do you think they've always believed those things and Trump has just given them an outlet to be more extreme I think Trump is definitely giving everyone on the left an outlet to be more extreme um, the fact that the left has developed something that the right calls Trump derangement syndrome <laughs> um, basically whatever the left touches turns ex extremely loony um, unreasonable <laughs> at times wow talk about being fair and unbiased no, 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 I'm, getting, I'm getting to the right I'm getting to the right but but that's where I think the left pushes back against the right, and I think the right is uh, provoking the left in some senses. There are some incidents that the right, where the right provokes the left into doing something incredibly loony. Um, 
but I think the state of politics right now is a complete mess. It's, I agree. It's, it's to sum it all up. Politics right now is so polarized that it's become more about like party than country. Oh yeah. Like we live in a in a tribalized political faction country. Like there there's no there's no principle, there's no like right or wrong anymore. It's all whose team you're on. Right. Like are you pro Trump? Are you anti Trump? Like doesn't matter what you believe outside of that, just based on what you identify as. It gives your entire value in in the eyes of other people. And that's kind of sad. You know, we're not it's we're supposed to be like a united like we're all like we're all Americans at the end of the day, but there there are certain situations, especially like on Washington, like we've seen it recently with Pelosi and Schumer with this border wall. We have people putting things that they believe are right or will help the country below their personal vendettas against people based on identity politics, based on tribal whatever bullshit. And uh, yeah, I don't know why that's happening, but it's it's causing a lot more problems than it needs to. And you know, I, I think that if, if people just got back to understanding why we even focus on politics to begin with, I think it would solve a lot of problems, at least on the surface level. Yes, I, I definitely agree. Um, there are multiple things that, that have gone on. For example, the government shutdown was a complete stalemate for the past, uh, what was it, how long is it, three weeks? About three or four weeks. Um, it was a little longer than that. Whatever it was. It was a complete and utter stalemate because of proposals that were proposed by Donald Trump with the border wall. Um, they were simply rejected just because Donald Trump proposed them. Right. They couldn't. The Congress couldn't agree on a budget, but it wasn't because one side or the other. It, it, it's like politics has always been petty to some degree, of but course. it's just been like exponentially worse the right. past f- five or six years. Right. Um, we see that that Chuck Schumer and uh, Nancy Pelosi. Using the same example of the government shutdown, we see them over and over again. Um, years ago, they both proposed something for the border wall. They both proposed numbers for the border wall or border security, border protection. Uh, the numbers were similar to the numbers that Trump proposed four years later. And Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are rejecting Trump's numbers just because it's Trump. That's that's where I'm going with how how much of a stalemate politics is right now. It's really it's, been. Huh? The loony bin. Yeah, the loony bin. The loony bin. Um, that's how much of a stalemate, uh, how petty people are. It's 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 a rough state right now. I would say. Um, I'd say like not even just at not, like not even just in Washington, but politics at like the base level, like political discourse between average people, it doesn't exist anymore. Like people are so divided that you can't even have a conversation with somebody who doesn't have the same political views as you based on nothing other than they don't have the same political views as you. Like we're, we're taking, we're making politics so personal now that if you like, for example, if you don't agree with somebody on immigration in your mind or in their mind, you're like a horrible, like immoral person. Yeah. Like it's crossing the line between like, agreeing and disagreeing on policy and what you think like the best the most efficient way to run the country is 
and it's become like a moral philosophy thing where people aren't even we can't even be civil anymore yeah um it's ridiculous I mean, like free speech is is declining rapidly um we'll get into that a little bit but yeah i don't know I've, i mean i've seen it multiple times uh throughout my my college year so far where if someone is too right or someone's too left i know specific people who don't talk to those people anymore just because their views are so <laughs> so polarized one way or another um which shouldn't be happening. That's absolutely ridiculous. You should be able to separate the two. Um, listen, if I want to go get freaking lunch with someone who's who's a super leftist that hates Trump, I'm going to go get lunch with them. Right. I'm just going to avoid talking about politics. Exactly. That's what you should you be doing. You don't have to talk about politics. Exactly. Like, there's how many other million, <laughs> million topics in exactly. the world you can like, talk about. That's, that's the whole point. Like People can't separate their personal lives from their political lives anymore. Right. And, it, and we see it. We see it on the larger scale. Um, Do you think that's because of social media? Social media definitely played a factor in it. Social media definitely made it accessible for people around the world to just bash each other behind a screen. Well, that and your your whole views are out there, and for a lot of people, your name is attached to them. So, and that's at all one have. point, at one point, where like if you were someone that, um, like let's say, wasn't vocal about politics, nobody knew what you believed. Right. So you would just, you know, walk around your day-to-day life and nobody would be any the wiser about what you believe politically. Like right. People just didn't talk about it. But now on Twitter, like all you have to do is like a tweet and yeah. other people can see that you've liked it and then they'll go, oh, like he agrees with that. He agrees with this, this and that. Like yeah. I don't want to, and then they'll, un- they'll unfollow you or they'll block you. I and think, I think the worst scenario I've ever experienced with this was I was, in a relationship sophomore year and on my Instagram I had a picture of me it was 4th of July mm-hmm. and I had a picture of me wearing a Hillary for prison <laughs> Hillary for prison uh, tank top let's go and the mother of my girlfriend at the time told me told my girlfriend that I most likely beat women because I voted for Trump um, and what? and in the picture was just me saying was just the the tank top Hillary for prison. <laughs> what? But she drew the conclusion that I beat women because I voted for Trump by just wearing a Makes Hillary sense. for prison. Makes sense. Tank top. So I mean, yeah, I definitely this is definitely something that's apparent. It's very real in our everyday lives. Um So we're going to talk to you guys about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put you through the hell. Because why the fuck not? We're gonna put you through the hell. Um, of listening to our dumbass opinions. Yes, very serious. Thank um, you for coming to my TED talk. Thank you for coming to the TED talk. <laughs> now we'll uh, we'll have guests on the show. Uh, we'll have both uh, conservative guests. We'll have uh, liberal guests. We'll try and get uh, get get both sides of the aisle, some some all around perspective. Um, you know we. We'll, Again, we'll try and be as fair as possible. Emphasis on the try. Um, we do have our own biases, as does everyone else, and as sh- so should they acknowledge. That's that's one of the main reasons why uh, why fake news is a thing because they conflate facts with their opinions. Um, yes. We don't have facts. We we just have our opinions. Um, that are based off of facts. They're they're based <laughs> off of facts, but. <laughs> Um, we are not going to be uh, shady. We're not going to be shoving an agenda down your throat. No, we're not. And by through the guise of of being unbiased. Listen. Also, if you if you disagree with something we say, 
message us. We'll set up some sort of email or something where you guys can message us. And if you want to come on the show, man. Yeah, we'll take callers, callers we'll take. at some point. Uh, at some point down the line, we actually plan on um, doing doing some live recordings. Live recordings. Uh, we'll be, we'll be streaming possibly on Twitch, possibly on YouTube. We don't know. But uh, we'll, we'll, there will certainly be outlets for uh, audience interaction, and we're, we're open to, to trying new things. But listen, if you try and come on the show and bash me because of my political opinion, I just, I'm going to shit down your throat. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, I'm probably going to try and verbally abuse you. <laughs> no. Um, it's called debate. It's called discourse. Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, no, what the no. First uh, Amendment it's going to be a friendly for. debate. It's going to be a friendly debate. It's well, just, that you will lose. No, that if you're coming for my head, I'm coming for yours like twice as hard. No, the, don't, don't make it personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, like. You're not going to come in here and make make a fool of me in my own show. Um, so where do we where do we see this in the future? Where do we see this in the future? Yeah, top of the podcast charts, baby. <laughs> no, we see we see it as podcast. No, we in my, in my mind, eventually, we'll be big enough, and our our viewer base will around i don't know three or four click on ben shapiro show get the get the actual news get the actual like good information what they what's what's actually going on and then come to us for jokes yeah yeah come to us for all the good good funny shit for I the said. memes come to us for the memes yeah yeah memes we got some good memes we'll have some uh we're gonna do a youtube channel youtube um, on the youtube channel we'll have sunday specials where we're just gonna interview random people about their lives um but yeah, we need, we might even throw some some you know, one bite challenges in there. We don't know. I'm a big one bite challenge guy. We're just gonna go with it, honestly. Just it's just fun for now. You I know get what like mean? five bites worth. Huh? My one bites? Oh, you're talking about like when you shove an entire slice of pizza in your mouth? Yeah, yeah. We could do that. We could do Psycho. one bite. We could do like a Dave Portnoy one bite. <laughs> we'll have James Holson on and have him eat an entire pie in one bite. <laughs> James Holson, shout out James Holson. James Holson would love to come on here. Except I think he'd be looking at more memes than actual content. That's fine. Yeah. We'll have dick, o- dick around episodes. But that are going to be informational and give you guys some good stuff. Of course, of <laughs> course, of course. Uh, so what what's actually going on in politics as of, let's, let's just say with this year. What's going on in politics? This year? Well, I mean. Give a brief rundown. Pick something. What do you want to talk about? There's, no, there's the, plenty the, going the, on. The biggest events of the, of the new year. We would say... We've got government shutdown. Of course. Pros and cons from all sides. I um, think both sides probably have solid arguments. We'll try and hash everything out. Um, both sides are probably in the right in some things and in the wrong in others. It's usually how most things go. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, Let's say government shutdown. Uh, got Demo- Democratic candidates for the 2020 presidential election. Yes, we have all 37,000 <laughs> And um, Bernie. And Bernie we trust. Loser Bernie. Loser Crazy Bernie. Crazy Bernie. Socialist Bernie. Crazy Socialist Bernie. Um, what else do we have? We have we have the State of the Union address. Got um, Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett's a huge story right now. Big moron. Big moron. Um, Does that mistake you? We have, of course we have AOC and her clan of cronies. Yeah. AOC is something else, man. We'll uh, we'll be talking a lot about her. Um, I've I've said a lot so far. I've I've been prefacing um, a lot of these political 
conversations as like, you know, both sides are, you know, have, have some truth to give. Both sides are probably missing the point a little bit. Um, you know, that obviously millions and millions of people wouldn't all agree on something if, there w if it wasn't a little bit true. Uh, it's not very likely that half the country is wrong about something in any circumstance. However, <laughs> I do not think AOC, I've agreed with literally anything that AOC has said. I don't think AOC. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for those, I don't know if we said, I think I have the acronym already, but she is, uh, she's out there. She's, uh, she is a New York congresswoman with a New York bartender mentality. Oh, wait, that's actually what she is. Hmm. She literally has no experience in the field of politics. Yeah. But she's broken multiple glass ceilings, according to everybody else. Um, why? Like what? Causing... The How? first woman congresswoman ever to make 25,000 people lose jobs in her first month in, <laughs> in office. I mean, <laughs> listen, she's a genius, though. She's breaking glass. She's ceilings. a genius. She's, she's a genius. Uh, I, would, I would for sure trust her, a woman that has probably never made more than, what, you'd say $100,000? I'd say she's definitely not made more than $100,000 a year in her life. I Other would, than now, I mean, I would a hundred percent trust her with ninety three trillion dollars, with five trillion. times the country's GDP. Why not, yeah. dude? Yeah, she's, fuck it, dude. Let's just get rid of planes. She's a genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a lot of AOC quotes on here. AOC memes, of course. She's uh, she's gonna be a top hitter. I mean, she she has a lot of good content. We have. Uh, let's just say if the left is monetizing uh, talking about Trump, we're gonna do the same thing talking about Bernie and AOC. Follow us on Twitter, by the way, at UncommonSenseMP. Guessing the majority of you are probably going to be coming to us from Twitter anyways, but just thought I'd throw it out there. Yes, please follow us. Um, we have some tweets. good tweets on there. We have some good tweets. Our, our Twitter account right now is uh, managed by Mr. Cashel. Um, he's got some good stuff on there already. Mm -hmm. uh, give us a follow and listen to what we have to say. What else, man? Do you want to talk about what's going on in current events? What is going on in current events? Uh, the uh, well, we got the Born Alive Act or bill that okay. did not pass. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, well, I will explain it first. So the Born Alive bill was essentially um, it was proposed by Senator Ben Sass, sponsored by Senator Ted Cruz. Um, I believe it needed 60 votes to pass. It got 56, 44 no's, so it didn't pass. Maybe it was 56 no's, 44 yes, I don't know. Regardless, did not pass. Um, and I think it was 56 no's, 44 yeses. Um, and it, what it essentially said was for babies that are born alive from botched abortions, so a woman goes in, has an abortion, the baby survives, um, it, it says that the doctors are required by law to attend to those babies with the exact same uh, medical care that they give to babies born uh, under any other circumstance. So, like, even even early whatever, but preemies? Right. Pre premature births. Um, it said that, be well, because these a lot of these abortion clinics, clinics aren't set up to um, care for newborn children, they're required to immediately uh, get them to a hospital. Um I understand both sides of this argument. 
obviously, um, obviously on the surface, it make the the Republicans have a much stronger case because it's literally why would you not support a bill like this? Um, it's literally just saying that you're not going to kill the baby after they've already been born. It's not a, a pro-life, pro-choice thing. It's literally just this baby is born. Right. Treat it like it's a baby that's born. Um, 53-44, by the way. What is? Oh, the, the vote? Final vote, yes. So this is a bad look for the Democrats, and for more than one reason. For one reason, because it just looks, it looks like they're pro killing babies. Like there's yeah, no uh, there's yeah. no simpler way to put it. It literally just makes them look like they're pro killing babies. They're not even pro choice. It, it makes them look like they're anti life, not pro choice. That's one side of it. the The argument that they're putting forth is that um, these the, the, they're trying to make it seem like this isn't an issue, and it may not be. I don't I don't work for Planned Parenthood. I don't, I don't know whether or not it's an issue. I don't think that there are doctors euthanizing babies that are already born, but they're putting themselves in the situation where they're, it's looking like they're defending it. So they're, they're trying to say like, oh, they're, the Republicans are proposing, proposing this bill, putting forth false pretenses that these things are happening when they're not. But if I'm, if I'm the Democrats, like you have an opportunity to, 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 like your best situation, like your best option in that situation is to just pass the bill. Right. Because then it puts all the suspicion off of you that you are pro whatever. Like, pro baby killing? Exactly. Like people are people are all over Twitter calling the left baby killers today. And that's because they like that's directly because they didn't pass this bill. But they didn't not pass the bill because they're pro baby killers. They did it because they didn't like the way that the right was trying to portray what they're doing. And I get that, like, whatever. But if you pass the bill, you don't have to deal with this. <laughs> like, if you just say yes, then they can be like, oh, I guess we were wrong. I guess they don't want to kill babies. Let's, uh, let's see what Mr. Donald Trump himself has to say about this. Mm-hmm. Um, 22 hours ago, he tweeted, Senate Democrats just voted against legislation to prevent the killing of newborn infant children. The Democrat position on abortion is now so extreme that they don't mind executing babies after birth. This will be remembered as one of the most shocking votes in the history of Congress. <laughs> there is one thing we should all agree on. It's protecting the lives of innocent babies. I Mr. agree. Mr. Trump hitting the nail on the head. I agree. Donnie J. It made sense. This is this is a natural stepping stone for Republicans um, in overturning Roe v. Wade from their point of view. Because if you force the Democrats to acknowledge that a baby, a late trimester abortion where the baby survives, um, that has the same rights as a baby who was born not in an abortion, then you're very, very close. There's a very thin line separating the baby pre and post abortion. And once the baby post botched abortion gets those rights, it's, it's, it's a very thin road, thin line for the Democrats and giving the baby pre abortion those exact same rights, which is what obviously Republicans believe in and and you can see why they would want to go down that road so for that reason I guess I understand why the Democrats would not want to give them that ground but it just looks it's just such a bad look it's, it's a terrible such look. a bad it's look. a terrible look this uh like just pass the bill 
literally just pass the bill. <laughs> like if you if you pass the bill, then it doesn't look like you're pro baby killers. Like if you don't like that the right is calling you baby killers and, and all this, then prove them wrong by passing the bill. They proposed it knowing that they, that it would probably get shot down. And they're they're gonna use it as fuel. Well in the next elections. They clearly fell straight into uh, Fox News's. I, I wouldn't even call it a trap. I think they trapped themselves by by not. I don't know if that's what the, the, the Ben Sass and Ted Cruz intended. Like they wanted to like pin a gotcha moment on the Democrats. Right, right, like, right, ha, right. these guys are look at these guys. They right. they want to kill babies after they're born. Like I don't know if that was their intention or not. It might have been. It's a but it definitely of, helps them out. It's a little Machiavellian to, to, for that to have <laughs> been their intention all along. I wouldn't put it past them, but, I mean, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer, but. The Zodiac <laughs> killer, the man bear pig. Either, either way, like, Grace Noun's father. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just, it's really just a, a collapse of the left. Like, they're just. It is, in fact, like you described it perfectly earlier, it's a loony bin. Well, it's just bad political moves. This isn't, this is a major topic, obviously, but this wasn't a major point in the election, in the 2016 election. Uh, abortion and Planned Parenthood were mentioned, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't something major that both presidential candidates, Clinton and mm-hmm. Trump, wanted to make apparent. Right, because it's not, it's not like you're going to be swaying voters on the top. Right. People who believe one thing believe that thing. It's not like people are, are jumping back and forth and, you know, it's, it's... Right. But Trump did use this topic. I don't, I don't know if I would say use. He utilized the topic uh, in his favor, lashing out at Clinton multiple times during those debates, talking about the, the killing of a nine-month uh, baby in the womb and how Hillary Clinton supports it and... Stuff like that. I'm wondering if he's going to be doing some of the same for the right. 2020 election. Uh, well, he absolutely is. But well, Elizabeth Warren tweeted some nonsense about how um, this is another attempt, like by the right, to take control of women's bodies and women's health. Like it should be up to women's women and their doctors to make decisions about their health. But this bill had nothing to do with women. This is about post-birth like born alive fetuses outside of the mother's womb like the mother is not touched like not connected to this baby anymore right it's literally just saying that this baby has the same rights as any other baby not in the mother's womb right like it's it's to differentiate between it's to draw a line between babies born from botched abortions and babies born otherwise and i don't I can kind of guess why Democrats don't want to lose that ground, but the the political ramifications, like on the surface level of just how it looks, is like not risk versus reward wise, not worth it in my opinion for them. I mean, is there what's their reasoning as to why they they vote they downvoted? Because they they think it's unnecessary legislation. One because these babies aren't being euthanized, and that's how they think the right is trying to paint it. Like, the left is euthanizing these babies, and that's why there needs to be a law. They're saying a law is unnecessary. Um, And two, because there's already, like, certain state laws on the books that give similar, like, whatever. They're they're basically saying there's no need for the law. But if that's the case, then what do you have to lose by signing it? Right. 
Like, just sign the law. Do you follow? And you don't have to deal with, 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 with these political attacks. Do you think this falls into the whole narrative of just being pity? I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know because literally a couple weeks ago, the, the Democrats were proposing a law uh, trying to make lynch – or supporting a law trying to make lynching a federal crime. Okay. Like, you want to talk about unnecessary laws? Murder is already against the law in all 50 states. Right. Like, if you want to, if you want to talk about laws that, like, I'm pretty sure even Ben Shapiro talked about this earlier. Like, the Democrats support laws all the time that are unnecessary, but are like moral virtue signaling laws. Listen, man, I don't know. I don't know what their thought process is when they're, they I go through some of this stuff. Either. It's, it's. And the, the thing is. If you go on CNN, that's the saddest part of it. If you go on CNN, you're not going to see any of this being reported. It's all going to be about how Trump gets two scoops of ice cream and <laughs> everyone else only gets one. No, I'm serious, though. CNN neglects to cover. New York Times makes up their own fucking stories. What? It's the, the terrible fake news media. The enemy of the people. The enemy of the people, like, literally. The enemy of the people. Except for Fox and Friends and <laughs> Jesse Waters. <laughs> he, is, he is a friend of the people. Can we uh can we talk about creepy porn lawyer? Creepy porn <laughs> Michael Cohen testified. No, no, no. Michael Avenetti is creepy porn lawyer. Michael oh. Cohen. Michael is. Cohen is the Stormy Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump's personal attorney, who he passed his bribe money through, um, was previously seen as a rat, and now he's going to be. Um, now Michael Cohen is testifying uh, in front of Congress. I don't know why. Uh, possibly to uncover more of Trump's evil doing, we'll have more uh, more Trump Russia. I don't know. I don't really give a shit. Michael Cohen can fuck off. <laughs> He's so annoying. He like, apologized on Tuesday. I'm guessing that's today. Uh, to the Senate Intelligence Committee for the lies he told during his 2017 testimony. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good, this Michael Cohen. Okay, that's good. Let's listen to an ad. Unsponsored, by the way. Unsponsored. Um, in public testimony Wednesday, so tomorrow, Cohen is expected to discuss publicly for the first time Trump's role in some of the crimes his former lawyer pleaded guilty to last year. Cool. Michael Cohen's going to be an American hero. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the news a lot lately. He's, he's, <sighs> he's, he's Drain the swamp. The Drain the swamp. I don't know. There's 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 so much corruption in the Justice Department, fucking FBI, DOJ. They're all a bunch of hucksters. Scam artists. Fake news. Fake news. I I wonder what tomorrow's gonna look like for, for Colin. I don't really care, honestly. Colin kinda sucks. Are you gonna watch it? I probably. I really, will. I really don't care what he says. Do you, do you honestly think it's gonna affect anything one way or the other? No, definitely not. I mean, if he had anything that was actually incriminating on Trump and could actually affect anything, Why would he wouldn't have. Said by now? He wouldn't have waited two years yeah, to come out. I agree. Like he would have been on the docket right next to Trump Russia. Oh yeah. If he actually, had, and they didn't even have anything, and we've been talking about that since he stepped foot in office. Before he stepped foot in. Office. Literally, and and they didn't even have any evidence at the end of the day. So I really don't think he's going to have anything that incriminates Trump beyond campaign campaign 
finance law have we seen violations? Which have we seen any of the hoaxes put on by the Democratic Party so far? Have we seen any of them? Have we seen any any of them? Uh, at the end of the day, has there been evidence that blames someone from the right with anything that they've been doing the past two and a half years, three years? What do we got? We have. We have, we have hoaxes. We have left somebody and right. connected to Trump's campaign, like at the bottom, uh, having a meeting with two people, two Russian agents. That's good. That's good. That's like we had two, two white rednecks in Chicago at two a.m. during right. a blizzard right. fight. Just as it's like it's like uh, <laughs> it's like six and six thousand people and their mothers. Just calling so out, insignificant. Calling Here's out the thing. Here's the thing. I always thought this about Trump Russia. Obviously, you don't want to, you're, you're the leader of your country to be a puppet of a foreign state, especially not one, especially not Vladimir Putin's puppet. Right. But assuming that Trump and so, so not assuming that Trump's not a puppet, assuming that he's just colluding with Russia, <laughs> like worst of the worst case scenario, he's just colluding with Russia. What does that affect? What does that do? Uh, the loony bin. No, no. What does it do, though? What is it? What happens? The loony bin gets to say that he's been talking. If Trump is, if Trump is working, let's even say he is his puppet. Let's say Trump is working for Putin. What does that do? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Where I, I'm not understanding what what the point of the left. It's not like Trump has written laws onto the books that says are they like, going to are they going to impeach him for it for speaking no, to Vladimir Putin? I'm just saying like functionally. Right. If the right. president is working, let's. Not for Russia. That's so ridiculous. Let's just say he's working with Russia, <laughs> like they're 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 carrying out fo- similar interests. Yeah. How is that a bad thing? How does that hurt us in any it way? Doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. If anything, it helps us. Right. I I would say that it helps us. So why have we been talking page. about it for two years? Because of the loony bin, man. <laughs> what do you mean? Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah. Seriously, it's a real thing. It's a real, real thing. Um. Yeah, so, as I was saying, there's literally zero evidence in any of the hoaxes that they've put on for the past two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, they've already lost all credibility in most people's minds, in most rational people's minds, being the mainstream media. Okay. Like, people still go to them to hear the facts reported, but nobody is trusting them. Like, even their own regular viewers know that a lot of it is bullshit. I think you'd be surprised. I really? think more people believe those sites. We would we would both agree that we're smarter than the average person. Mm-hmm. Than the average podcast listener. The average podcast listener. Not is, even, not no, even the average podcast. podcast listener is more intelligent than the average person, is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. I, I would agree <laughs> that we are smarter than the average person and that the average person probably believes most of what CNN and New York Times say if they're supporting that and they're listening to that outlet day in and day out. I think that you would be very surprised about the number of people who probably believe religiously everything that they're I don't think I would be surprised. I think it's probably a lot. It's a lot. It's got to be a lot, dude. We know people like off the top of our heads that are just like blind. Yeah, I know. But it happens on both sides. I mean, I mean no, definitely. I agree. CNN, a lot of where they go wrong is... Ooh, good shot. Thank you. A lot of where they go wrong is uh, 
like they report, they, they just purposefully leave certain key parts of information out of the story. That would completely switch the entire story around. Exactly, but that happens, Fox News does that too. So Yeah, Fox News is also just as bad. I mean, I wouldn't say they're just as bad, but they're also guilty of it. Yes. A I, lot. I tried so. to explain to a select group of people that Fox News is equally, maybe not equally as bad, but bad in terms of... Well, the difference between Fox News, here's why CNN is worth, worse than both Fox News and C, C, CSNBC. Yeah. I was going to leave the S out. Here's why Fox News, or CNN is worse, is because they try and pretend like they're the arbiter of, of unbiased reporting, and they're more biased than MSNBC and Fox News. Like, they, they're more, like, they, they push more of an agenda, and they're the only ones claiming, like, journalistic integrity. Okay. And being unbiased. And a lot of their viewers believe that they're being unbiased. Right. And that's, where I, that's what I was getting at. I think, I think more people than we both think. But um, there, there are plenty of people on the right who watch Fox News and on the left who watch... CSNBC that that watch it and trust it because oh they're not they're like yeah they're obviously left like I'm left whatever but even then they're still leaving out parts of the story like people should be watching everything right you should be getting your information from all sides multiple, or else you're missing information multiple news sources um, multiple news sources is definitely a good thing and try not to be so mainstream. Listen to a podcast. Listen to a podcast, dude. It's very relaxing. On your ride home from work, trying to unwind. Boss was on your ass all day. Listen to these two goons talk about good shit. Shit on AOC. Read Trump's Twitter feed. We got you. Oh, yeah. That's another segment that we introduce is uh, Trump Twitter time. Trump at Twitter the, time. At the end, about the five-minute. Oh, we're actually at the five-minute mark right now. Do we want to just get into Trump Twitter time? Let's get into Trump Twitter time, dude. All right, let's show them how it's done. Give us some, right. give us some Trump Twitter. Trump Twitter time. Eventually, we're going to have a little sound bite there. Yeah. Um, basically, how it goes is we just scroll down Trump's Twitter feed, uh, try and pick out tweets with caps in them, or uh, just outrageous Donald Trump tweets in general, get our initial thoughts, and uh, yeah. I and mean, wow. That's just content right wow. there. I don't think I need to explain that much more. Right. Um... What do we got? Um, hold on, I'm scrolling. He's in Vietnam. He, j- he arrived in Vietnam nine hours ago. Um, did you see what he was saying about Kim Jong-un? I did not. He was basically like being a Kim Jong-un apologist, essentially. He was saying like... Um, a lot of people come from similar situations and are way more messed up, like trying to like flatter, like appease him and like flatter him basically, <laughs> and by but just like outright lying, like he was saying like, Un could be like killing his close relatives and shit like that, and, but he's not, <laughs> and he clearly is. Like, oh no. <laughs> oh. I, have, uh, I have a good one from uh, 2018 though. Go ahead. It's old. January 2nd of 2018. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that nuclear button is on his desk at all times. 
Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I have a nuclear button, but it is much bigger and more powerful than his is, <laughs> and my button works. <laughs> Ugh. We have a lot of good Trump tweets here. Yeah, I have a I have a great one that I've saved in my notes. So whenever somebody gets a little chippy with me in text, I just hit the little copy paste and send <laughs> this one out to them. It says, and I quote, in all caps, this entire tweet is in caps, never ever threaten the United States again or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. <laughs> we have another one from March 22nd of last year. Crazy Joe Biden is, act, is trying to act like a tough guy. Actually, he is weak, both mentally and physically, and yet he threatens me for the second time with physical assault. He doesn't know me, but he would go down fast and hard, crying all the way. Don't threaten people, Joe. I got a good one from, from uh, yesterday, February, two days ago, February 25th. Former Senator Harry Reid, in parentheses, he got thrown out, is working hard to put it... <laughs> To put a good spin on his could, to put a good spin on his failed career, he led through lies and deception, only to be replaced by another beauty, crying Chuck Schumer. <laughs> Some things just never change. <laughs> anywhere you look, anywhere you go. Maybe that'll be the uh, Trump Twitter time, <laughs> or it'll be. Uh, what was that band that performed at his inauguration? The one band that uh, sings Toby Keith. I think it sings Smash Mouth. <laughs> Or they sing... Uh, Smash Mouth is a band. Maybe it's yeah. them. Maybe it's them. All-Star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They performed at his, uh, at his, th- at his thing, his uh, inauguration concert? I think so. I know Toby Keith did. I know he was the grand finale. Closed him out. What else do we have from uh, Trump Twitter time here? Congresswoman Maxine Waters, an extraordinarily low IQ person, has become, together with Nancy Pelosi, the face of the Democrat Party. Here's a good one. <laughs> Oil prices getting too high. OPEC, please relax and take it easy. World cannot take a price hike. Fragile. <laughs> Does he not know who he is? Dude, he, he has a number, phone number to anybody. Dude, he is the can. president of the United States. <laughs> you can't like just call OPEC and tell him this over the phone personally. No, he like, to abuse them on Twitter. <laughs> Like, what first, if they don't see that tweet? Like, what are you, Dude, I first discovered Trump Twitter in like 2014. I remember it vaguely. <sighs> dude, Trump was tweeting just about how Obama was... Just adding such, Obama every uh, day. Yeah, he was such... It was so bad, dude. He was just abusing Obama on Twitter. <laughs> and he didn't care. He's like, Trump 2016, I'm doing it. It was hilarious. <sighs> All right. That's it for Trump Twitter time, man. I guess so. Final thoughts? It's, uh... Let's wrap this thing up. Final thoughts would be uh, I just dropped an AirPod. <laughs> You're pussy. My $5 million AirPods. Uh, final thoughts would be welcome to the podcast. It's going to be a long journey. Welcome to Uncommon Sense. Uncommon Sense Media, yes, yes, welcome. Um, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> do we have anything subscribed to yet? What do you mean? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Send this out to all your friends who uh, who will get triggered by it. Send it out to all your friends who you think might be interested. I don't know why I said the other one the other one first. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feel free to feel free to, to uh, direct message us on Twitter. Email us. Um, 
Welcome. That's it. Whatever you want. Welcome. Have a good evening, New York City and the entire world. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs>